Welcome back to another episode of Anchors Away. I am Nate Karsner, joined alongside by my dad, Kevin Karsner. And uh, it's exciting to be here. You know, we're hitting a little bit of an interesting time in the uh, Seattle sports world as, uh, you know, Kraken just are finishing up their season. Uh, Mariners are starting, but the Sounders are actually kind of in the middle of a, you know, what's going to be a fun couple weeks for them. Oh, yeah. Um, but before we really dive into everything, uh, you know, how are you doing? I know it's only been a couple days, but, you know, how are you? Hey, uh, we're hopefully getting back into the cadence of things. Yeah. Uh, weather here in Kentucky is starting to turn very nice. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in the 80s this weekend. So I think uh, spring is officially here, kind of kicking us off uh, for the nice things. Uh, got a lot of stuff this weekend to do. So, yeah, looking great. Uh, forward to uh, uh, getting to hang out with you this weekend. Yep. And again, just, you know, like you said, there's a lot of stuff going on with Seattle Sports. So it's kind of fun to be on this side of the, the world getting to you know, wear the gear and yeah, get to get to puff our chests out a little bit for doing some things right for a full month. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, especially walking around Cincinnati, you know, going yeah, against Cincinnati. Yeah. Especially with the Reds not, not doing, yeah. uh, we got Winker and Suarez now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Reds are, they're doing what they kind of expected to be doing, not, yeah. not winning games, but, um, yeah. So like, like most, or at, I think every episode so far, we always start with the question. Um, and then lately I've been kind of taking the lead on running the show. Um, tonight we are going to mix that up. I still have a question that we'll start the show off with. Um, uh, but then, uh, my dad and Kevin is going to lead the show and I'll kind of fill in, um, where I need to and when I want to. So <laughs> lately we have been doing, uh, usually Mariners or Seahawks trivia. Um, so today with the Sounders, you know, um, playing overall well, I think they're number one in the MLS power rankings, right? They got the, uh, CONCACAF. Uh, the finals coming up here next week. Right. I decided to do a Sounders question. Well, already then. So uh, you might know it. Um, I think you might. But uh, here is your question. What rookie did the Sounders draft first overall in the 2009 MLS Super Draft? Oh, 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 oh. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Okay, okay. This is the first first season. Yeah. First year, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we get him out of the way. Okay. Just a second. Um, shoot. Oh, I should know this. And I'm drawing a blank. Why? Um Yeah, it wasn't Freddie. No. Do you want his number? No, that's not going to help. Okay. Um, it's going to, it's, as soon as you say the name, it's going to hit me. Go up for it. Steve Zakawani. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Steve, boy. He, he, oh man, he was just, just a, at the top of his game. And unfortunately, as so many things happen to great mm-hmm. players, injuries will wipe you out. And doggone it. That's yeah. too bad. I mean, the one thing I, I didn't know this, and this kind of, you know, the the where I get these trivia facts from, uh, they always give you a little ex- or explanation yeah. of, of what happened. Um, but he actually declined offers from two English clubs so he could sign with the MLS. Uh, in his first year, uh, he did have four goals throughout the regular season, which was third best for Seattle. Um, 
Spent most of the time as a candidate to win Rookie of the Year. Unfortunately, uh, did not. But that was the first pick uh, in the Sounders, I guess, existence in the MLS. So starting in 2000. That's awesome. Yeah. Not a a bad pickup at all. And they've shown they can actually draft as well. So. Yeah, that is that is true. They do know yeah. uh, what they're doing when it comes to you know picking guys and then obviously uh, developing them into yeah. being um, legitimate MLS players. So, absolutely, very cool for them. Yeah, and as you said, you know, developing, um, you know, a shout out to the future Sounders at the academy. The U17s take the GA Cup by beating T Grace uh, over the week, over this past week, and just it just continues to show that the Sounders have a standard of excellence at any level of their organization. And yeah. it's really kind of fun to see the new, the young kids having success at, as well as that. So um, just great. But, you know, that was one competition. Uh, you know, we got uh, uh, after the unfortunate loss to enter Miami. Uh, one know, zero. Yep. yep. Yeah. We, we won't talk about that. That just was a, you know, a thing. <laughs> interesting coming up uh, Saturday is a, of all things, a match against uh, the San Jose earthquakes. Mm-hmm who just so happens to be our opening match in the U.S. Open Cup oh. uh, a round of 32. Uh, do you happen to know when that match will take place? The round of 32 for the U.S. Open Against Cup? Against San Jose, yes. Um, oh, well, good thing I have Google Chrome up because uh, my birthday, <laughs> May 11th. Yes, May 11th. <laughs> Going to be down at Starfire Complex for that one. But I thought that was kind of unique. We're playing them this week. Yeah. And no. then we get to play them to open up the U.S. Open Yeah, just Cup. about so, two weeks later, too. That's that's yeah. a pretty quick turnaround, really. Interesting. It really it really is. And, and you know, uh, we kind of lucked out getting the North Pacific region um, because uh, we only had San Jose Earthquakes as the only other uh, MLS team in there. Mm-hmm. The other two teams in our division is going to be the uh, – uh, Sacramento Republic out of the uh, USL championship versus oh. the Phoenix Rising USLC uh, uh, group. And Phoenix Rising is definitely one of the better Western conference teams in the USLC. Hmm. Uh, and in fact, they will um, be doing a, uh, a match against, uh, of all places, Louisville FC oh. um, as part of uh I think that's coming up, but it's a uh, part of uh, again the uh, uh, one of the opens that they do. Uh, one of the cups the, that they have. Cups, yeah. yeah. So uh, starting that out this year. So they'll be in Louisville, uh, of all things, doing that. So it's kind of neat to just show soccer is really taking on its own thing in the U.S. Finally, and they're just trying to promote the USL that way, of which the Sounders came out of. So right, uh, you know, it's fantastic there. But you know, we're going up against that, and uh, so yeah, just a lot of stuff with the Sounders and. Like I said, I just thought it was interesting with the Lamar Hunt Cup coming around. We are four four time champions on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the fifth would be a record uh, for a team, and uh, you know the Sanders seem to really take take advantage of the Lamar Hunt Cup, uh, especially at home. They're nineteen two and one, uh, so I think they got a good shot of uh, advancing anyway. And I think they'll be getting out of our our uh, our uh, group anyway. I. I I do. I know. I don't fear, you know, Sacramento or Phoenix against uh, Seattle. So, but yeah. what happens after this uh, round of 32 for the round of 16, we'll get a new draw. So, okay, we'll see what happens after that. But uh, I think we're in great shape. Portland got 
got the unlucky draw being in the South Pacific because they both they they got LA Galaxy and LAFC in it. So oh okay, interesting. Yeah. So they got a total of three MLS teams in their group, while we only got right. two. Interesting. Two. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool. So, but that was pretty much uh, everything that I wanted to kind of kind of touch pace on uh, with the Sounders. Uh, again, they're doing great, and again, mm-hmm. uh, just fantastic to see the 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 work that they're doing at all levels of the organization. Yeah, I think I kind of want to just touch uh, real quick on kind of what you were saying, like promoting yeah. USL and everything, and just growing soccer in America. Um, to be, you know, hopefully like the MLS doesn't become the retirement center and becomes more of like a, like a premier league that players want to come to. But, uh, like you were saying, like Louisville, even like I, you know, we went to Sounders games a a couple of times when when we were up there, um, and they always packed house. It's always full, but I was surprised that Louisville FC as well, you know, it's, they just built a brand new stadium. I think it came out last year, the year before, um, And it's, it's packed. It's that, that environment as well is pretty cool to see, you know, even if it is the kind of like that triple a team, um, for soccer, but, uh, definitely cool. You know, soccer wasn't one of those sports that I really, uh, you know, focused or played on growing up. Um, but it it is fun and it's always fun to get out to a match and and hopefully I'll start to pay more attention this year, especially, uh, with this. And it sounds like they're good again, so no reason not (laughs) to pay attention to them. So exactly. Right. Absolutely. Really cool. So with that, uh, you know, we go from uh, one place that uh, you're uh, trying to get the uh, ball into the net. Let's go uh, to the other uh, opportunity of getting a puck into the net. Yes. With the Kraken. Yes. You know, nice three-game winning streak. Uh, mm-hmm. Way to way to do the home stand and uh, yes. You know, nice the uh, nice little three-win streak there for the fans. I know they've been working hard all season long, and the players are still putting in for it. Uh, you know, they definitely want to do well for the fans of Seattle and yeah. why not? Uh, I think they're setting up really well for next year though. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I, uh, well, let's see. Uh, Friday would be game number five for Maddie. Yeah. Uh, why don't we just keep the string going and get another point out of them for uh, on Friday since he has four games and four points. Yeah. I mean, uh, two goals, two assists. I mean, uh, especially yeah. going against Colorado who, who really is actually a Stanley cup favorite this year. Absolutely. Um, which is kind yeah. of surprising. Um, but I, I honestly, I didn't really check the stats too much, but I'm surprised all three goals for the Kraken came in the first period here. Uh, yeah. Cole and Jordan Eberle and then Yanni Gord to, to wrap it up. And fortunately it was just enough for them to, to get the win. <laughs> um, but yeah, Maddie Beniers, like you were saying, you, like if he can get another point here, uh, uh, let me get they just had it up against minnesota uh, right. another really good team but it, i think doable for sure i'm um, to go oh, for five for five yeah there's nothing for the kraken to lose while they're while they're playing it out where i think a lot of other hockey teams may be needing to you know do mm-hmm. some stuff with players for the playoffs so take advantage and and it's just it's just neat to see the infusion especially with cole you know being the rookie as well coming in and, and being a scorer as well so I think they got a good shot. Um, you know, also a shout out to Philip Grubauer for taking on the former team and actually 25 saves mm. in the net. Really nice job there. He, they were coming on at one point and he's, he stood still strong in there and was a great yeah. net minder for him. So yeah, fantastic. So yeah, I can't wait to see them go up against the wild. Like you said, it, Hey, they they have some mojo right now. So let's just yeah. keep it going. I think also the fun thing here too is, uh, you know, we're we're not in a playoff hunt whatsoever, but nope. it is kind of fun to play spoiler for some of these teams that <laughs> are in the hunt. 
you know, you, you never know if, if the Kraken just kind of go on a streak here and kind of ruin some, uh, <laughs> some chances for these other teams or, you know, at least get them off, uh, get momentum off like the Colorado Avalanche and kind of play that spoiler um, for those teams. So, and like you said, I mean, these guys are still playing. Uh, they're still going out there every night to, to try and win games. And it's at least good for the fans to see that they're, yeah. you know, they're not giving up. They actually do want to play. Um, and I'm trying to remember who said it, but one of, uh, might've been McCann. Ooh, gosh, I'm blanking on who it was now. Um, but just saying how Seattle's the best crowd he's played in front of in his oh, whole career, yeah. you know, e- even though they're losing like every night they're in, um, I guess, was it climate pledge arena, Right. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a full, full pack stadium every night and just be very thankful that, you know, he, he's in Seattle and playing f- for yeah. the, uh, the fans there. So, um, like you said, it's a great way to end the year too. I mean, we got a few more games here. Hopefully they can keep that momentum, uh, continue to just continue to get the, um, chemistry built up and go yeah. into the off season, you know, in a good spot, uh, going forward, obviously into the, the 22, 23 season. Absolutely. And it, it's nice to be able to say, Hey, you competed in the last couple of weeks when we kind of got kind of the core group together mm-hmm. and uh, let's see what we can do and build upon it. And so I think, yeah, go out for broke these last few games. Why not? Yeah. And uh, see what you got. And I think Hextel is starting to put the pieces together. So I, and with the draft and everything, I think it'll be an interesting year. I think they make the playoffs in year two. Yeah. I, I don't think it's out of uh you know, out of the question, you know, especially yeah. like how, how they are coming on late. Uh, to get some young guys, some experience now. Uh, I still don't, yeah. I, I feel torn about the whole Beneers contract situation, but I know. he's definitely showing that he's a legit NHL player. I mean, yeah. like you said, he's four for four in points right now. Great chance to go five for five. Um, so I definitely can at least appreciate that, you know, even though they are playing him, he's showing out and showing he, he, he deserves to play. Um, exactly. And, and hopefully that continues with some of those young guys, you know, hopefully, hopefully our, our defenders get a little bit better and not so, uh, you know, kind of sloppy there towards the, right. the beginning and middle mm-hmm. of the season. Um, I think a lot of goals were uh, blamed on Grubauer when really, if you went back and watched it, it really wasn't his fault. Um, right. And I mean, yeah. he, him and him and a uh, Chris Dreiger, are, they're going to be a great tandem here for the next oh, few yeah. years uh, uh, yeah. in goal. Um, so. Very excited yeah, for think, that team and that just the organization. Obviously, Marshawn Lynch now a uh, minority <laughs> owner of the team, so that'll be that'll be fun for people up in Seattle. I'm sure he'll he'll show up to games there there next year as well. Oh yeah, well did did you see the uh, video of yeah, him driving the Zamboni? Zamboni? Yep, I did. That that is so you know after the uh, when he uh, was driving the golf cart on the California yeah California team. yep <laughs> to- totally a Marshawn like, oh, thing. Yeah, and notice they they did it at the practice rink too. They were yeah. probably just like, "Oh my God, he's gonna drift yeah. into the boards or yeah. something like that." But <laughs> you want to do this on the practice rink? Go for it! Yeah, we're go not gonna let it, you dude. do it at climate pledge though. <laughs> exactly. Funny, yeah, it's funny, but it's neat. It's it's neat to see you know the the local people taking interest. You know mm-hmm. that you know Macklemore is also yeah, a yeah. part of the owner and and stuff. And and it was neat to see the uh, uh, the guys from the uh, Seahawks there. Um, oh yeah, Cam uh, Cliff. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, there's another one there. I just saw the picture. But, yeah. Yeah, it, it, just it is awesome. Cool. Like Kraken, the NHL did it right by letting Seattle get a franchise. I think. Yes. Uh, not only just the really the fans, but everything about Seattle is like it's kind of turned into a hockey town. 
uh, yes, from at is. least the outside perspective now not being there. But I remember yeah. even when there was there was the talks of the franchise. I mean, they were selling out the season ticket wait list like right away. And like so. Right. Uh, great for Seattle. You know, next we need to get the NBA back. I think it'll be just as you know big as as the NHL is there. Uh, you'll see those season yeah. tickets gone right away. Um, yeah. But but yeah, the NBA is a weird thing with silver and, and yeah. just the answers. They, you know, they just, no, we don't want to, you know, expand. It's not time yet. Dude, when you're looking at, I don't know how much to get an expansion team now, how many, you know, billions they have to put out for yeah. one now. I mean, dude, come on. Yeah. I mean, seriously, just just pull the trigger, get it done. Instead of looking at, london for a team or mexico that that makes no sense yeah it doesn't make any sense at all let's get with it there's enough enough towns here that need Mm -hmm. to have a team and just get it done yeah come on exactly but um yeah cracking good good for them excited to see how they they kind of finish up the year here um and then i guess i guess the end of this year for cracking i mean yeah uh you know we can go to the the game that's outside uh on a diamond (laughs) Um, and right. Let's talk some Mariners baseball here. Um, thoughts, oh. thoughts there. It's so nice to be able to say pitching depth, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Holy cow! This week, you know, to see Robbie Ray come out, solid performance. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of, kind of unique pitching performance too. You know, he, yeah. Well, gr- we'll, 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 we'll force a couple grounders here for you and get yeah. some double plays and. Uh, you know, no, no worries there. And then, Hey, follow him up with Logan Gilbert for gosh sakes. Yeah. My you know, goodness, uh, this kid's off to a hot start. That slider is filthy. Yep. That is a nasty pitch when it is on. And it was nice to see him go to the uh, uh, secondary pitches the first time through the lineup, which was kind of unique. I, yeah, you know, he normally doesn't rely do that. on that yep. fastball slider, fastball slider for at least two rounds, but he was throwing in the change in the curve. And that was keeping batters honest. And yeah. I think he's he's really starting to pick it up as to what are the major league players trying to do to him. And he's mm-hmm. now saying, oh, I got these other pitches, too. Let me just throw one out here. And yeah, sure enough, uh, <laughs> boy, when he throws that slider and you're not ready for it. Goodbye. Good night. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and, and for the kid, not bad. 2-0. and Oh, and I think he leads the majors with a, a 0.54 ERA. Yep. 0. 0.54 yeah. through three starts. Holy cow. That's, uh, I mean, yeah. That's, that's impressive. Dominant. Yeah. And then, uh, what was the, uh, the other little trinket, uh, they kind of went over, I think, uh, last night's game. They kind of mentioned that the only other pitcher that had after three starts with a, uh, strikeout to walk ratio, uh, was, uh, of all players, uh, Roger Clemens. Huh. He was the he was the last player to do to have that kind of a stats line after wow. three games with fifteen strikeouts, one walk. Uh, so I think Logan is setting himself up very nicely this year, and so not bad for a number two. No, if he can stay that way the, the whole year, yeah. Cy, I mean, Cy fantastic. Young winner, probably. Yeah, it could be if he stays pitching like yeah. this. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, uh, he's gonna. And so we got Marco going to this evening. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm hoping he picks up right where he left off. Uh, yeah. I don't see why he wouldn't. Um, and then, of course, uh, coming up uh, Friday night, I guess uh, the night when this gets launched, uh, we'll have Kansas City and Bobby yep. Witt Jr. in town. Yep. 
So uh, hopefully we can keep it going. The battle of the the potential rookie of the years in the AL, uh, Bobby Witt and Julio. Yeah. Um, I mean, so let's let's you know we're we're seven and five right now. Uh, Obviously, we won't know what happens with the Texas game tonight. Um, Hopefully, like you said, Marco pitches the way he he did last week um, against Houston. Just kind of picks up where he left off, is accurate again, throws throws pitches for strikes, expands his own, and we kind of do what we need to and sweep the Rangers. Um, so l- let's pretend we go eight and five here. Uh, does it feel different, or does it feel like we're going to get hyped in April and then all of a sudden our dreams come crashing in, in June and July? Yeah, you know, I was kind of wondering, you know, is this, uh, are we getting set up for the fall? Kind of yeah. like, you know, because again, being the old Mariners fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. We've gone down this road before. Uh, you know, we had about five years where it was kind of fun. Yeah. You know, we felt like, okay, they could win and, and do something. Mm-hmm. And then after 01, it was like, oh, same old Mariners. We're going back to the 70s and 80s of, you know, yep. garbage play. Um, you know, I think it feels different with this team. Uh, just because I don't think it has the baggage. And, and when you look at how many players have really been with this team from even last year, mm-hmm. I mean, I think we got 11 new guys on this squad right now. So yeah. um, I think they're coming from a different place. They're younger. Um, whereas before we had a really heavy veteran laden team yeah. that we would try to, you know, get the, the off the shelf veteran or whatever. Yeah. He's got maybe two more years left. Let's try him out. Right. kind of thing. Instead, this has been being built up from the bottom, kind of like what Houston did in mm-hmm. the successful years, kind of like what Tampa Bay has done in their successful years. So I think they they kind of switched it around. And of course, that started with the Poto and service. Yep. Stick to the plan. This is what we're going to do. Give us those first five years. Let me see what we can do. And then let's, you know, after that fifth year, you know, and, and that they've been very very transparent about it. They didn't say we were probably going to make it until at least 22 or 23. Yeah. They're right on schedule. I think these guys are going to do it. I don't think they know better that they can't do it kind of thing. And, uh, you know what the, but again, it's the pitching. We got such good pitching right now. So in the depth of pitching, mm-hmm. you know, you can have a starting five rotation, but once you have an injury, if you don't have depth, yeah. forget it. Yeah. So, I mean, we got stuff, we got stuff, you know, Depoto's stashed some security tokens, you know, not too far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of like it. Um, you know, uh, you know, lots of things are going on. Uh, it's unfortunate right now, too, because of the COVID outbreak that the team's going on. Yeah, here, so. Mitch is out. A couple coaches are out. Torrens is out. Yep. You got Seawald on the, on the uh, bench as well. Um, so hopefully they can get that rectified pretty quick i know pretty much everybody's vaccinated so hopefully they'll get yeah Should, shouldn't tested. be as bad as it could have been a couple years ago absolutely but again it's a good reminder geez we aren't totally out of COVID. yeah so we still gotta gotta be taking those steps to not totally mm. wipe out yeah thank it, god they're vaccinated so yeah still a thing um even though sometimes it definitely feels like it isn't and, and we all just kind of yeah. move on with our day and forget about it but like, yeah. I mean, it is a good just reminder, like, you know, you never know. It is out you there You never still. know. Um, exactly. Don't let your guard down. Although, you know, it's kind of nice to be able to walk around without a mask on all the time. Yeah, of course. We haven't gotten totally out of it, so it was a good reminder. But, you know, because of that, uh, Chris Negron, 
one and zero as a manager. So I think he's the uh, has the highest win percentage of all managers for the Mariners right now. There we go. He's one thousand, and then first time in Mariners history that a player uh, that a former player is going to go from the announcing booth back to the field. Who's that? Dan the Man Wilson. Oh, interesting. Is he going to be? Yeah, coaching? he started out. Yeah, well, yeah, he's uh, started out uh, the Texas series in the booth last last night, and yeah. now today he's actually putting on the uni, and he's going to be a coach in the dugout. So interesting. Well, that's fun. And I know. I know he happened to be your favorite catcher for a while. Oh, there, a long and, time. Uh, <laughs> long time. <laughs> and it was neat to meet him and all that stuff yeah. too. So yeah, nothing like that. But yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. So a lot of lot of opportunities that are coming out of it, and uh, you know, it's kind of neat to see. Uh, uh, Julio get that time with Negron too because he's definitely you know Negron working in the the minor leagues I'm mm. sure has dealt with the Julio a few times so yeah. got a big hug from him yesterday so just kind of exciting to see how they've set this thing up for success and and I guess that's the back to your question is this for the fall I think they've set it up for success so I think they have the mentality we expect to win we're we're going to play like we're going to win and I think everybody's bought into that control the strike zone. Obviously the pitching is controlling the strike zone. And then you see the players actually yeah, trying to control the strike zone. I guess probably the best player to control the strike zone is Jesse Winker right now. Yeah. Even though he's a man of hard luck, yeah. he's doing everything right. Again, baseball is a game of luck. It's going to fall. Mm-hmm. For him eventually. Oh yeah. And uh, maybe the triple play was his way of uh, putting a cork in the bad juju Okay, we got that out of all things, and now let's now we can get on with the playing baseball and getting back to his normal, you know, two ninety and hitting up. You know. Yeah, ex- exactly. So, but yeah, I think I think this is for real this year. I think we can sit on their coattails and and actually not get bummed uh, in the month of, by the end of May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think you kind of said it best there. You know, we we do have some young kids on some. Not old by any stretch of the imagination, right. but uh, some guys that have been in the league for a little bit. Um, just they, they all seem to, you know, and seem to be enjoying themselves. And it's easy yeah. to do when you're you're winning most of the games. But it just seems like the clubhouse is a little bit different um, yeah. and act like everyone actually seems to be enjoying playing together. And it obviously nice to see Adam Frazier go three for four uh, oh, the previous God. night. He's, he's, up. he's back up to 295, I think, 294. Ty France, 289. JP is still in the three hundreds. Um, it's also nice to see Julio starting to, he's still right. getting only getting about a hit a game. Um, still averages a little bit lower, but I think he's starting to see the ball, um, yeah. and kind of starting to figure out the the different or the major league pitching. Um, yeah. which, which I think is going to take time for any, anybody. Oh, anybody. Um, yeah. So, and Kelnick is starting to yeah. come on too. So, yeah. you know, Let's see what happens in the month of June when the weather starts getting a little mm-hmm. hot and stuff. Whoa, these guys are going to take off. Yeah, you'll see the ball traveling farther. I mean, Suarez is hitting home runs, doubles, everything yep. you, you need from him or what you'd expect from him. So I, you know, I, I do it every year, but this year does seem a little bit different. Uh, and you know, maybe we are, maybe we are in a wild card, if not a, a division series. Um, right. You know, in September and October, but. Ah, it's, it's but, fun. It's the Mariners though. So you never know, but, but I would agree. Yeah. It's just something, it's just a little different. Um, yeah. don't really know why, like I said, I, I've done it every year since 2001 <laughs> when I was six, I expect them in the playoffs every year. They never make it, but, um, 
Yeah, maybe maybe this is the year. It's, it's different. Year. Maybe it's the year. Yeah, and 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 hopefully a sustained yeah. kind of uh, going forward instead of just going. Hey, we got in the wild card. Uh, we lost, and now we're now we're going back to rebuild. twenty years again yeah. without. But it's kind of like you said though too. It's like they have the debt. Like you know, eventually yeah. when let's say this is Flexen's last year. Okay, George Kirby steps up, and now you got Brash, Gilbert, Kirby, Marco, and, and Robbie Ray. Obviously tied up for the next right. five years or. Five this year for for next year. Julio's 21. Kelnick's like 23. Ty France is yeah. like, there's just so many. Noel V. Marte is going to be coming up probably when JP's contract is done. Like, there is just so much, like you said, depth, like DePoto service that, or well, really DePoto, for being honest, yeah. um, made sure that this farm system was legit and he had guys to come up when, you know, the the yeah. older generation starts to to move on. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, hopefully it's not just the one year and we're rebuilding. It's a, it's a sustained, um, long-term thing. And, and it feels like it can be for sure. So. Right. And, and, you know, with DePoto, I'm wondering if some of this, I'm sure Los Angeles angels are looking back at it going, why did we let him go? Mm -hmm. Um, because look at where LA is. Yeah. They got trout. They got Otani. What have they done? Nothing. They're just wasting Trout's Trout's years. Yeah, and that's a shame. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Depoto saw this as an opportunity to run the team his way, and the front office went, "Okay, it sounds like you have a plan. Yeah. Try it." Oh shucks, it worked. Dang it. Yeah, I mean the worst front thing office that, is going. Whoa. Yeah, worst <laughs> thing that happens is it you know it doesn't work, and we just continue what we've been doing for for yeah. the last twenty years. Like the fans don't expect anything different. So, I mean, it was kind of a a no lose situation for the the ownership right. to to bring him on and, and see what he can do. And like you said, obviously at least it appears that it's working. And yeah. like you said, that, that time frame when he came in, I think in like 16 or 17, it was that, that five year plan where we're not going to be good for a while, but just once yeah. we get to that fifth, sixth year, just, we, we expect to be there. So we expect it. Yeah. And he set it up that way. Mm-hmm. So, kudos to him and, and then because they're doing so well hey let's get the all-star game in 23 so i know i know it's gonna be fun so i th- it'd be nice to be world champions too to, yeah you know have that banner up there for the all-star game so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be nice it's possible so, yeah so it is a possibility so yeah i just thought it was kind of unique uh just a lot of stuff going on in seattle sports right now and it's mm-hmm. kind of fun to see especially from far away. Uh, just the unique perspective that even uh, the national sports uh, kind of puts on things. But, yeah. you know, what's kind of crazy is here locally, when you are listening to Louisville Sports Radio, and they make just random comments about something from Seattle. Yeah. Uh, whether it's, the, you know, in, in whether it's baseball or the Seahawks or whatever. Uh, right now, the baseball seems to be getting the 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 uptick and getting some pretty good, good, uh, numbers out of uh, the area here. So it's kind of neat to hear them, you know, from a national perspective and, and actually a local Louisville perspective mentioned some of the Seattle teams. So it, the word does get out when we're doing well mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, just need to keep it going. Uh, so it's favorable in that way right now. Uh, I would say that, uh, pretty much everybody out here though is agreeable. They're saying that Seattle Seahawks are going to be a last place team and, yeah. They'll be lucky to win six games next year. That's just how the feeling is out this way. So whether that happens or if that's what Seattle's thinking as well, I just know that most most people do not see Seattle doing anything regardless next year. So 
Yeah, I mean, I, I would hope that, you know, even the people back up, up in Seattle are probably agree with that. I mean, yeah. right now you're looking at Gino or Drew Locke, and let's be real, there, there's not much um, there at the quarterback yeah. spot. Um, I mean, I, yeah. And we, we'll definitely talk about Seattle next week oh, yeah. as, as with the draft, and, and we'll go through the, the, exactly. the full seven-round mock draft as, as being the Seahawks and see yep. what, what our end grade ends up being, and hopefully we can get that rebuild going in a, a right direction. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, it's fun. You know, it, you, know, you yeah, wear yeah. the Seattle stuff around the area. You know, you, you don't get the, like, sad looks anymore. <laughs> you get like, oh, yeah, yeah. they're actually kind of good. Yeah. Like, hey, that's not so bad anymore. You know, and it's hard right. to hate the Mariners because they don't do they anything. They took the Cubs place. Yeah, exactly. They took yeah. Boston in the Cubs place. Yeah. We are the lovable M's now. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, lots of fun. Lots of exciting things going up the Seattle area with the sports teams. Um, but was there anything else, you know, before we wrap up that that you have uh, to kind of close things out tonight? No, that was pretty much it. Kind of a fun uh, podcast. And, uh, you know, just uh, it's just kind of fun seeing uh, what's happening up there in Seattle with the sports. Definitely keeps us in tune with what's happening that way. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of fun being a Seattle sports fan away from Seattle and just seeing the kind of reactions you get. So, yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. You know, it's yeah. yeah. And it's good for for me as well, because, you know, I've being up from Seattle, it's nice to be able to have this, uh, you know, every week to, to talk about Seattle sports. Yeah. It makes me, you know, pay attention more and appreciate, um, yeah. you know, what we don't have anymore in, in <laughs> the Mariners and the Seahawks and things like that. But, uh, right. with that said, um, we, once again, we are on YouTube, we're on Spotify, anchor podcasts and Apple podcasts. So, uh, go ahead, check us out there. If you're not already, uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button, leave a comment, like whatever you, uh, enjoy or don't enjoy, uh, we'll take the feedback and, uh, use it to either improve or appreciate what you say. Um, so with that said, this has been another episode of anchors away and we will see you all in the next episode. Have a good one.